You're here, which means that you've found spirit crumbs, leading you to your inner light worker. I will be sharing how these tiny little hints from the universe have led me to where I am today. I hope that by hearing my story and the stories of others, you'll pick up your own spirit crumbs along the way that will lead you to somewhere magical. Thanks for coming along for the journey. Let's see where it takes us. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Spirit Crumbs. I am your host, Andrea McCallum, and I am an artist and an intuitive energy curator. So we are at week two of me doing solo episodes again, and we also had the bonus of Gemini season cosmic energy report dropping as well. It feels good to be back on track, and as much as it was a really difficult process to get the last episode out, the one about the spirit crumbs and recognizing growth, I think I'm going to have to recognize my own growth that I think I probably in the past would have gotten frustrated and not put it out at all because I think as you might have pieced together from what I shared that I had recorded a whole episode and then thought, no, there's still more, then recorded two separate episodes and decided I didn't want to release them separately and then had to edit them together. So this week was a bit clearer, and I have to say that it is following along with what I was talking about last week, which is things coming in threes. Also ignore any background noise. Um, It's a long weekend here in Canada, and it's the first like long weekend of the summer season sort of kicking it off. So then my neighbors... Everyone in my neighborhood loves fireworks, and this is the first excuse for them to really get started with that. And it doesn't mean that it's only reserved for holiday weekends. Uh, Unfortunately, in my neighborhood, most of the teenagers pool their money and buy fireworks. So I don't know how they even get them, but um, it'll be like a random Tuesday and they'll be setting off. But even though I waited till I figured they'd be done, if there's anything that sounds like a gunshot, don't be alarmed. It's just fireworks. Um, But what I'm wanting to talk about in this episode is A, spirit crumbs and asking for signs, and then also riding the wave. And as I say that, there's fireworks. So hopefully the editing takes that out. But one thing that I wanted to say is like, I went for a walk one day last week, and I was just kind of wanting a sign that like, I'm on the right path or that, you know, I'm not losing it when I'm trying to move forward in a certain way. And I said this when I was on a walk and I happened to, in within literally 10 seconds, I looked up at a tree I was walking towards, saw a red, saw the red of a cardinal, which I hadn't seen one in person in a while. And so it was the red male cardinal. And by the time my attention got to the male cardinal, I was closer to the tree and I noticed that he was facing a female cardinal as well. And right when I was like almost right underneath them, they like put their little beaks together and it looked like they were kissing. And it was so cute because cardinals are usually what I associate with my grandparents. And so it was like they were both saying they were there. And then immediately after a song came on with lyrics that really resonated with what I was thinking about. So just wanted to put it out there that when you do ask for something, sometimes it can be really quick as long as your awareness is open. because. I've gotten really good at on my walks because that's one of the only times I spend on my own processing things and actually slowing down and not trying to multitask. 
that is when my awareness is the most open. So I tend to actually see things pretty quickly and receive them. And then I started thinking in the last week about what my next podcast episode would be about. And in the last, I would say, two, three days, I've heard the same phrase about three times, maybe more, at least three, though. And the phrase is ride the wave. Now, this is a phrase that's pretty common. I've heard it a lot in the past. But again, this is one of those things where I know when it's something that I'm meant to share because when I hear it, it just sticks in my brain in a different way. And when I heard it the first time in this little set, I was like, okay, there's a reason I'm hearing this right now. And it wasn't related to anything I was thinking about. So I knew it was something that would come back. And what became really interesting as it was coming up a few times was that it was in a different context each time. Sometimes when I hear these things, it's just like building on the same context or the same direction and just adding more layers of detail. But in this case, it was like showing different ways that this could come up, but that it all kind of does work into one main theme. So let's break that down. One of the times that I heard it was when I was watching Something Great on Netflix. It's a Gina Rodriguez movie. And in that instance, when they say it, they're on Molly, like dancing in a club. And they're they're like, oh, yeah, let's just ride the wave. Like they're trying to enjoy themselves. So that was one context. But in one of the other contexts, which I with which I wish I had written them down, I usually do. But one of them was on like just riding it out, like just like waiting for something to be over, something that was like challenging. And then something else was just like kind of related to the other one where it was just like riding out and like using the energy while it's there, like taking advantage of the energy, you know, that's moving in the direction that you want. And so I started thinking about this and all the ways that Sometimes I think we don't take advantage of it when the energy is really ripe for whatever it is we want to do. And then, you know, when you have that feeling where you're like, oh, I like should have done that when the energy was there because it shifts and you're like, it doesn't feel right anymore. Or like, you know, the window is closed, the moment is passed, whatever other phrase you want to associate with that. And I thought about it. And that's kind of what happened last week or for or for the last episode that I recorded where like when I recorded the first one if I had posted it right when I recorded it it probably would have resonated but because I waited too long I was like now I know there's something else that needs to be added to it and then I'm glad that I posted the one that I did because it really resonated with a few people and as much as that's one of the things that is weird about doing a solo episode is that you're really just talking to yourself and like hoping that it resonates with people. And sometimes I never know, right? So it was really nice to get that feedback because it was relevant in the moment for the people who were meant to hear it. So that's another reason why I think like ratings and comments and things like that really, as much as I still keep doing it because I like doing this and I know that it um, resonates with the people that need to hear it. But sometimes it just helps me know that I'm on the right track for the types of episodes that I'm doing or, you know, the topics that I'm covering. And it was just really kind of cool after taking a break from doing solo episodes for so long. It was kind of nice to have that immediate feedback. Again, ask and you shall receive. Um, and then 
One of the things, though, with this particular phrase, with ride the wave, I started realizing that, like, regardless of what type of wave it is or what the energy is behind it, the advice is the same. It's still the same advice. Ride the wave. Whether it's good or bad, that's kind of what is being asked of us is to move with it. And I think that comes into play with a lot of themes that have been coming up through eclipse season. If you listen back to the cosmic energy reports from Taurus season when all the eclipses were kind of happening. Um, and even in Gemini, we talk about this where there's a lot of like death and rebirth energy. And in order to really move forward, you have to have this sort of acceptance of like what's happening and know that sometimes change is inevitable and that you need to move forward. And also sometimes it's like that reminder that like, yeah, it is okay to take action. It is okay to like move forward with something that you're excited about. And I think this idea of stagnation, and I've talked about this many times about how that always comes up as one of my fears. I keep myself stuck in that for too long sometimes. And then I realize, wait a second. Yeah, I feel like I'm afraid of what might be next or like what the uncertainty is or what may happen if I do something. But I'm actually living my nightmare by not doing anything. Um, and I think it takes more effort to resist sometimes than to actually just do the thing. And that kind of plays into this because when we're not riding the wave is usually when we're overthinking or when we're trying to go against something and something that kept coming to mind when I was just sitting with this idea was the idea that like if you're on an actual wave or if you're in a boat or you know some sort of water type you know craft and there's a big wave if you try to go against it you're gonna go right into it and you're probably gonna drown you know there's a good chance unless you're an expert but if you go with it and just try to ride it out try to anticipate where it's going and just keep being in acceptance of the direction that it's going and just understand like okay there's no turning around now we have to go with this you're going to eventually ride it out, right? And the, the water will be smooth again at some point. And the other phrase that really came to mind with this that I was being reminded of over and over again is steering into the skid. Where, I don't know, if you've never driven on ice or if you don't live in a country that has winter weather um, or at least like messy roads, I guess. It's advice that's given with defensive driving where you don't try to go against it because that's when you're actually going to spin out or, you know, lose control of the vehicle. Whereas if you steer into it and just allow it to go a little bit off course, you'll eventually be able to guide it back onto the road or like get back into it. And I don't know, I feel like there's just something about that energy that really resonated with the idea of like avoiding the uncertain when we can't avoid it. It's this weird energy that's been coming up for me even as well, where it's like, what are we even avoiding? We're avoiding the avoidance, but then it's making us avoid more. I don't even know how to explain it or if that makes any sense to anyone, but I'm going to leave that in there. Um, and then something that came up when I started writing this out, because um, I do sit with it for a while before I decide if I'm going to do anything with it usually. But then when I start actually mapping out like, okay, what is it that I want to say on this? And I sit with it and let myself connect. and. What came up was that there's like three different 
things. So receiving the highs is one of the energies and that's gratitude. So when things are going really well, things are moving, if we really lean into gratitude, that'll help us to make the most of the energy and to not take it for granted and to really like harvest it because often the receiving and the highs comes after we've been doing a lot of work and we've really been stressed out, white knuckling it, you know, all of these weird cliche phrases that have to do with, you know, driving or being on a boat, you know, just movement in general keep coming up. And then the next one is accepting the lows. So while we're receiving the highs, we have to just accept the lows. And this is where growth happens, where we know that it won't be forever. We know it's part of the process. Part of um, my newsletter that's coming out later today, if I put this out on Tuesday, I don't know when it'll come out, but in the Gemini newsletter, and I believe I talked about it in the Cosmic Energy Report, is that you know, the death and rebirth cycle isn't just a thing that we leave behind and then like wait for the next one to come, really. It's something we're always in, whether we know it or not. Because even when we're in that gratitude, you know, when we're in the highs and things are going well again, there's still a low coming, right? We can't see when it's going to come. We don't know when it's going to come. We don't know how big the waves are going to be. Sometimes they're just ripples, right? Sometimes it's just a little bit of turbulence here and there. But that's where growth happens when we learn how to accept it and we stop resisting. We stop trying to paddle our way out of it. And we start realizing that like it's part of the process, right? It's there are times when things are choppy and then eventually they're smooth again. And then the third piece to this is that when we don't resist them, that's when we're present. That's when we're just feeling into the energy. And this is the piece that I think is how is what's been developing for me over this last few months, which is being able to just feel into your body and feel into your intuition and the energy around you to know when you're in a high or a low and which is being asked of you. I think too, when we are in the highs, sometimes it's like we just get too comfortable and we don't keep moving forward when the energy is there. And something that comes up with Gemini season in particular that we've been talking about, Emily and I, is that sometimes in Gemini season, we have so many ideas and we want to act on all of them. And we have to keep in mind that if we look at the waves like our energy too, our energy comes in waves. And while we might have a lot of energy right now, and be like surfing and like on the high, like we know that eventually that energy is going to crash. And it feels like as much as we want to be excited and dive in, there's this energy which comes up in the Cosmic Energy Report one week this this month is the Knight of Pentacles, which is the like strategic planning and like doing the consistent actions to move forward. And so if we kind of combine those two, it's kind of asking us to Make sure that, yes, we take advantage of the energy and like do the big things when we have the big energy, but try to make sure that we can keep going. Like if we all of a sudden have the energy crash, there's still small things we can do to get to the same results. And that's kind of like where this energy balances out for me is this idea that as much as 
even like if you look at it, I'm trying to see it like in the ways that it's being shown to me right now, but it's being shown in multiple ways. And it's kind of showing me that like if that doesn't resonate with you, if these like waves and the energy of like the the cars driving, all of this isn't resonating with you. The other way it's being shown to me is if you are working in like freelance, let's say, and you're doing a job at a time. If you don't know when your next job is going to come up and you get this really big job and you're so excited about it and it's a big lump sum paycheck, you still might need to take the same amount as like your salary or spend the same amount on your bills and just leave the rest for the months when there might not be as much coming in. It's also being shown to me in terms of abundance as if you win the lottery and you get offered a lump sum or like a certain amount every month for a certain amount of time, how it may be a better choice sometimes to choose the monthly amount so that you know how much you'll be getting and there's more of like a guarantee attached to it. And I don't think we are guaranteed anything in life, but just trying to think of ways where it's sustainable. The word sustainability has been coming up a lot. And so I think as much as we do, like I said, get very excited when we have these brand new ideas, it is kind of being, it's kind of asking us to choose the one that is going to be the, that feels the most aligned and really focus your energy on that one. And then if that one seems like it's just flowing and that things are, you know, it's kind of taking care of itself, or if you finish that one thing and you still have the energy, then by all means, go on to another one. But it's just kind of showing us that as much as like we want to take advantage and really lean into like the magic of it all, we also do need to balance that a little bit. And what I'm being shown also is that like the eight of wands that came up in the cosmic energy report, which is fast moving energy. I'm seeing the chariot, which has come up recently, the wheel of fortune, which came up for me in the last week, all of these are like fast moving energies that we want to take advantage of them while they're here, especially the wheel of fortune um, is kind of like the wheel keeps turning. And that's, I think that's what I'm being shown. That's so that makes sense now why that came up for me today. So it's this idea that like, it also is, I'm literally moving my hand right now, which you can't see, but it's like the Ferris wheel where I've talked about that before, I think in an episode where it's like, you choose to get off, um, when it comes back down, otherwise you're doing the cycle again and having to wait until whoever's controlling the ride decides to stop it for you. And so that's kind of the energy behind this idea of riding the wave is that you go with it and then know when it's time. And so I'm being shown it as surfing, which is something that I think I didn't see originally because I've never surfed. I don't like being in the water, I like being on it or near it, but not that close to it. And so what I'm being shown is that like you have to just take advantage of the the wave when it's there and know when it's safe to stand up and know when you need to be close to the board is kind of what, what I'm seeing. But this is also leading into that Wheel of Fortune energy where it's like, you know, that you know when it's the moment to strike. Um, and yeah, I think the connecting to your body too is another part of it, right? Like feeling the balance, like you physically have to feel your balance if you're in a boat or, you know, a canoe or a kayak or any of those things, right? You have to be able to feel with your body how the water's moving to adjust. And sometimes you can just be going along and 
paddling and there's no issues, but you know when it starts to feel like you're rocking a little bit more. And especially if you're with someone else, like if you're in a kayak or a canoe with someone else, you have to kind of also adjust and kind of feel each other's movements to know how things are going. And that can be maybe coming up for some people who are having some relationship things coming up where you're trying to feel out the other person's energy. But at a certain point, one, you have to communicate to know which way you're going, you know, which direction you're going and to know what is going to be coming next. Because if you're both just going on your own path, you're going to end up either tipping or going in circles or something, right? And then the last piece that is sort of coming up with this, I'm going to try and keep this one short, is that it's kind of also an act of balancing the masculine and feminine because you in the masculine are taking action. You're taking advantage when you can. You're paddling when it's time to paddle, when it's the right energy, pushing forward, whatever metaphor is making sense to you now. The part where you need to actually take the action comes in when that energy is really high. But then there's also receiving in that as well right and also that turns into like a feminine energy where sometimes maybe you've done a whole bunch of movement and then the water's just carrying you and you don't have to really force it because sometimes it's actually when it's in the plateau or like the stillness that you need to actually start paddling to get moving but then when the wave catches up to you it might just carry you forward for a while and then that's kind of being in the feminine and receiving and not having to work as hard. And then that the phrase working smarter, not harder, kind of in my mind summarizes the whole energy of riding the wave. And yes, there's going to be times when you're not really going anywhere or when you're kind of at a still point or when you're deciding which direction to go next. Um, but yeah, there's just a lot of energy around this that's coming in. And I feel like it is attached to Gemini season and going with the flow is part of it, right? Sometimes it is just letting things move you forward or waiting to see which direction it's going. Like maybe if you're not sure, you're like, let's just see which way the current's going. And, you know, if you're not in a rush or if you're just out exploring, sometimes that's the best way to go. But yeah, I just really wanted to share this while it was coming up again because I'm riding the wave and it seemed to be coming in in time to get this out for the week. So hopefully I do that. Um, it's the weekend right now, but hopefully this is out for Tuesday. And if not, then you get it when you get it, I guess. But um, I am trying to move with the wave, ride the wave more often now, especially with these episodes, because it seems like spirit brings them to me when it's time to share them. So hopefully this resonates with you if you're listening. And I just do want to mention that hopefully if this is Tuesday, um, it's still in time for you to join the group energy recharge and sharing circle, which is going to be Wednesday, May 24th at 7 p.m. Eastern, which is 4 p.m. PST. And that's going to be really fun. I'm still really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be really nice to be actually on Zoom with people, being able to talk about the energies that come up, because as much as I know what comes through on my end, 
it's kind of cool to hear what other people experience and what crossover happens, what new messages come up. And it's a way to remind you if you're receiving that you also have your own connection to the energy. As much as I'm the channel sort of like bringing it through, I'm curating. That's why I call myself a curator, intuitive energy curator, is that like I'm choosing the crystals and the different energies and picking up on that part of it. But you also are receiving as well. And your intention that you're setting and what you are experiencing in your life that you need support with or that is coming up for healing is your own journey with whatever it is I'm choosing to provide you with. The same with like a bunch of people can eat the same meal and their body is going to receive what they need and have different experiences with it. Some people have allergies, right? Some people have preferences for taste where it may resonate more with someone than someone else. So I am just really looking forward to doing that. I also have opened up my calendar with some spaces for individual sessions, for one-to-one sessions. Those can also be completely remote if they, if you'd like, or they can also be on Zoom. I have readings as well as energy sessions available. And you can always message me at any time if you have questions, but I'm really excited to be back in the flow, riding the wave again, and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Spirit Crumbs. You can find me on Instagram for this podcast at Spirit Crumbs, or you can also find me at Concrete and Crystals for my own spiritual offerings and more tidbits about my own journey. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.